Blog Talk Radio. All right, genius, you, you ready to get out of here and get this thing started, man? Oh, yeah, I'm ready. I'm, yeah, I'm, on, I'm on top of it. What's, what's he going to do? Look, this ain't my car. Give, give me the keys. What do you mean the keys? You know, I, well, I need the keys. Key. You just press hey, man, the button right there. Yeah. Because you press the you button. I got the key button. back here. Press, press, press the button. button. Yeah, just press no, the button. man, no, I, I need a key. Hey, uh, man, this is a new car, man. This is one of them, you know, 2000. Oh, man, this is stupid. I want to do that, man. Well, yeah, I gotta protect well, you, my finger, well, man. Well, you just sit there in that case. Oh, man, man see, genius, I knew you were gonna act like that. Button, Come on, man, let's get this get thing moving. Home, All you gotta do is press you the button. Let's go. Okay, well, I'll, this is the key. Yeah. Okay, I'll press it then.
everybody. Welcome to the Grotto. Yes, it is Saturday night, and yes, it's the Saturday before the 4th of July. So, happy 4th, everybody. And yesterday was Canada Day. So, happy Canada Day to all our friends up in the north. Uh, this is Daddy G, your old pal, and along with uh, his old pal, Starzan. Come on in. Grab yourself an e-cocktail. Help yourself to some of those hot eaters, especially those burnt weenies, because it's, you know, the fourth. We have to burn a weenie on the fourth. And uh, come on in. All right. While we wait for the rest of the world to show up, I'm just going to play some songs. Here, I'm going to start this one. A little Miss Cookie putting on the Ritz. Hit it! Yeah. 
All right. Put on that Ritz. Let's head out to Portland. Little Pink Martini featuring both China Forbes and Storm Large doing a duet of Brazil. Here we go. Adelaide's here for her first concert, so Adelaide, this is for you. Okay. Brazil, where hearts are entertaining shoes. We stood beneath an amber moon and softly murmured someday soon. We cared and we clung together. The morning found me miles away There's still a million things to say And now When twilight dims the sky above Recalling thrills of our Oregon first. Brazil. Oh, God. Oh, God.
Jordan Large, this is Pink Martini from the Youth of Harmonic. Thank you so much, Portland, Oregon. We'll see you soon. We love you! Storm Large, China Forbes, Pink Martini, in a rare appearance for them both on the stage because when they're touring, one usually goes for a while and then the other one plays after that. They, they spell each other. Anyway, it was nice to hear them both. Yeah, okay. Happy Canada Canada Day for all you Canadians up north. And uh, just to give a little nod toward Canada Day, how about some Tia Raza? I'm just going to do a couple of them. Here we go.
cold, oh Lord, ain't it cold But I'm not gonna holler Cause I still got a dollar And when I get low Such big names as Dolly Parton, 
Ringo Starr, Jackie Shannon, Livingston Taylor, Al Cooper, Steely Dan, of course, Rod Stewart, and the list goes on and on and on. He is also a consultant with the U.S. military regarding uh, weapons, especially missile defense, okay? And uh, he's been doing that for the past, oh, 10 years or so. So uh, Skunk Baxter, quite a guy, quite a versatile guy. And hey, we've got Brett Stoltz in the grotto, in the house. Welcome, Brett. And this is the cutoff of Skunk Baxter's new album, uh, The Speed of Heat. This is a slice from the Steely Dan days, okay? Here we go. My old school.
Gunk Baxter, yeah. Yeah, I would say the dude still got it, you know. Uh, version of his version of uh, a song he originally did with Steely Dan, my old school. Yeah, happy summer. It's it, guess what? Get guess what? It's summertime. I met some Billy Stewart. If I can find him, I thought I had him here a second ago. Welcome to Clunky Radio. <laughs> I'll find him. Here we go. Wait, well, I'll get him. Uh, this one. La, la, la. La, 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 la. La, la, la.
and oh, 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 Hot. You can stretch right up and 
don't have to tell a girl and fella about a driving or some romantic movie scene. Why, from the moment that those lovers start arriving, you'll see more kissing in the cars and on the screen. Roll out those lazy, hazy, crazy days of summer. Come on. 
Daddy G Radio in the Grotto. Dreadnought with the bicuspid canafran. You're wrong, gentlemen. It's stick me a case of Rajas and Pippics. A 10th century, Rasbanya Shatipinifuchia Kirimania Karonji. 
Come in. That's right. You guessed it. It's time for another Daddy G sing along. Wee. Okay, you mugs. <laughs> you know the drill. You know the words. Follow the bouncing ball. Everybody sing.
Here's another slogan. Here's another slogan you run into all the time. God bless America. Once again, respectfully, I say to myself, what the fuck does that mean? God bless America? Is that a request? Is that a demand? Is that a suggestion? Politicians say it at the end of every speech, as if it were some sort of verbal tick that they can't get rid of. God bless you and God bless America. God bless you and God bless America. I guess they figure if they leave it out, someone's going to think they're bad Americans. Let me tell you a little secret about God, folks. God does not give a flying fuck about America, okay? He doesn't care. He never cared about this country. He never has. He never will. He doesn't care about this country any more than he cares about Mongolia, Transylvania, Pittsburgh, the Suez Canal, or the North Pole. He simply doesn't care, okay? He doesn't care. Listen, hey, there are 200 countries in the world now. Do these people honestly think that God is sitting around picking out his favorites? Why would he do that? Why would God have a favorite country? And why would it be America out of all the countries? Because we have the most money? Because he likes our national anthem? Maybe it's because he heard we have 18 delicious flavors of classic rice-a-roni. It's delusional thinking. It's delusional thinking. And Americans are not alone with these sort of delusions. Military cemeteries around the world are packed with brainwashed, dead soldiers who are convinced God was on their side. America prays for God to destroy our enemies. Our enemies pray for God to destroy us. Somebody's going to be disappointed. <laughs> Somebody's wasting their fucking time. Could it be everyone? <laughs> now, now. Uh, 
If people want to say God bless America, that's their business. I don't care. But here's what I don't understand. If they say God bless America, presumably they believe in God. And if they do, they must have heard God loved everyone. That's what he said. He loved everyone and he loved them equally. So why would these people ask God to do something that went against his own teachings? You know what these God bless America people ought to do? They ought to check with that Jesus fellow they're so crazy about. They're always talking about what would Jesus do? What would Jesus do? They don't want to know so they can do it. They just want to know so they can tell other people to do it. Well, I'll tell you what Jesus would have done. I'll tell you what Jesus would have done. He would have got up on the top of the Empire State Building and said, God bless everyone around the world forever and ever till the end of time. That's what Jesus would have done, and that's what these people should do, or else they should admit that God bless America is really just some sort of an empty slogan with no real meaning except for something vague like, good luck. <laughs> good luck, America. You're on your own, which is a little bit closer to the truth. Customs. Swearing on the Bible. You understand that shit? They tell you to raise your right hand, place your left hand on the Bible. Does this stuff really matter? Which hand? Does God really give a fuck about details like this? Suppose you put your right hand in the Bible, you raise your left hand. Would that count? Or would God say, sorry, wrong hand, try again? And what... Why does one hand have to be raised? What is the magic in this gesture? This seems like some sort of a primitive voodoo mojo shtick. Why not put your left hand on the Bible, let your right hand hang down by your side? It's more natural. Or put it in your pocket. Remember what your mother used to say? Don't put your hands in your pockets. Does she know something we don't know? Is this hand shit really important? Well, let's get back to the Bible, America's favorite national theatrical prop. Suppose the Bible they hand you to swear on is upside down or backward, or both, and you swear to tell the truth on an upside-down, backward Bible. Would that count? Suppose the Bible they hand you is an old Bible and half the pages are missing. Suppose all they have is a Chinese Bible in an American court, or a Braille Bible and you're not blind. Suppose they hand you an upside-down, backward Chinese Braille Bible with half the pages missing. At what point does all of this stuff just break down and become just a lot of stupid shit that somebody made up? They fucking made it up, folks. It's make-believe. It's make-believe. Now, all right. Okay. Let's leave the Bible aside. We'll get back to the science fiction reading later. The more important question is... What is the big deal about swearing to God in the first place? Why does swearing to God mean you're going to tell the truth? Wouldn't affect me. If they said to me, you swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth to help you, God, I'd say, yeah. I'll tell you about as much truth as the people who wrote that fucking Bible. How do you like that? Huh? Huh? Swearing on the Bible doesn't mean anything. It's, it's kids. Swearing to God is kid stuff. Did you, you ever, remember when you were a kid, if you, if you told another kid something he didn't quite believe, he'd say, you swear to God? I would always say, yeah, I swear to God. Even if I was lying. Why not? What's going to happen if I lie? Nothing. Nothing happens if you lie. Unless you get caught, and that's a whole different story. 
sometimes a kid would think he was being slick with me, and he'd say, you swear on your mother's grave? I'd say, yeah, why not? First of all, my mother was alive. She didn't even have a grave. <laughs> Second of all, even if she was dead, what's she going to do, rise from the grave and come and haunt me? Come and haunt me? All because I told a lie to an eight-year-old? Get fucking real, will you? Sometimes I would say, I swear on my mother's tits. <laughs> Kids are impressed with things like that. I mean, I don't care about my mother's tits either. I don't care if they fell off. Fuck her. Not my problem. They're your tits, Ma. You keep an eye on them. Swearing to God doesn't mean anything. Swearing on the Bible doesn't mean anything. You know why? Because Bible or no Bible, God or no God, if it suits their purposes, people are going to lie in court. The police do it all the time. All the time. Yes, they do. It's part of their job to protect, to serve, and to commit perjury whenever it supports the state's case. Swearing on the Bible is just one more way of controlling people and keeping them in line, and it's one more thing that holds us back as a species. Here's one more item for you, the last in our civics book, rights. Boy, everyone in this country is always running around yammering about their fucking rights. I have a right, you have no right, we have a right, they don't have a right. Folks, I hate to spoil your fun, but there's no such thing as rights, okay? They're imaginary. We made them up, like the boogeyman. <laughs> the three little pigs, Pinocchio, Mother Goose, shit like that. Rights are an idea. They're just imaginary. They're a cute idea. Cute. But that's all cute and fictional. But if you think you do have rights, let me ask you this. Where do they come from? People say, well, they come from God. They're God-given rights. Oh, fuck. Here we go again. Here we go again. The God excuse. The last refuge of a man with no answers and no argument. It came from God. Anything we can't describe must have come from God. Personally, folks, I believe that if your rights came from God, he would have given you the right to some food every day, and he would have given you the right to a roof over your head. God would have been looking out for you. God would have been looking out for you. You know that? He wouldn't have been worried about making sure you have a gun so you could get drunk on Sunday night and kill your girlfriend's parents. But let's say it's true. Let's say God gave us these rights. Why would he give us a certain number of rights? The Bill of Rights in this country has ten stipulations, okay? Ten rights. And apparently God was doing sloppy work that week because we've had to amend the Bill of Rights an additional 17 times. So God forgot a couple of things like slavery. Just fucking slipped his mind. But let's say... Let's say God gave us the original 10. He gave the British 13. The British Bill of Rights has 13 stipulations. The Germans have 29. The Belgians have 25. The Swedish have only 6. And some people in the world have no rights at all. What kind of a fucking goddamn God-given deal is that? No rights at all? Why would God give different people in different countries different numbers of different rights? Boredom? Amusement? Bad arithmetic? Do we find out at long last, after all this time, that God is weak in math skills? Doesn't sound like divine planning to me. Sounds more like human planning. Sounds more like one group trying to control another group. In other words, business as usual in America. Now, if you think you do have rights, one last assignment for you. Next time you're at the computer, get on the Internet, go to Wikipedia. 
When you get to Wikipedia, in the search field for Wikipedia, I want you to type in Japanese Americans 1942, and you'll find out all about your precious fucking rights, okay? All right. You know about it. You know about it. Yeah. In 1942, there were 110,000 Japanese American citizens and good standing law abiding people who were thrown into internment camps simply because their parents were born in the wrong country. That's all they did wrong. They had no right to a lawyer, no right to a fair trial, no right to a jury of their peers, no right to due process of any kind. The only right they had, right this way. <laughs> into the internment camps. Just when these American citizens needed their rights the most, their government took them away. And rights aren't rights if someone can take them away. They're privileges. That's all we've ever had in this country is a bill of temporary privileges. And if you read the news even badly, you know that every year the list gets shorter and shorter and shorter. You see how similarly? Yeah. Sooner or later, the people in this country are going to realize the government does not give a fuck about them. Government doesn't care about you or your children or your rights or your welfare or your safety. It simply doesn't give a fuck about you. It's interested in its own power. That's the only thing, keeping it and expanding it wherever possible. Personally, when it comes to rights, I think one of two things is true. I think either we have unlimited rights or we have no rights at all. Personally, I lean toward unlimited rights. I feel, for instance, I have the right to do anything I please. But if I do something you don't like, I think you have the right to kill me. So where are you going to find a fairer fucking deal than that? So the next time some asshole says, gee, I have a right to my opinion, you say, oh yeah, well I have a right to my opinion, and my opinion is you have no right to your opinion. Then shoot the fuck and walk away. Thank you.
Yes, for two hungry babes Wait there for dinner at eight She adores the dinner However does it get there late She'd never bother With someone she'd hate That is why the lady is a tramp Cause a night nice game With Paris and Earl Never makes a trip up to Harlem Diving shiny Lincolns and Ford She won't miss the dirt With the rest of those frogs That's why this chick is a tramp She loves the free, fine, wild Knocked out, cuckoo Groovy wind in her hair Nights without a care She's broke, but it's open She loves California It's cold and it's damp That's why the lady Sticks to the wall Like the seashore Clings to the sea Like you'll never Get rid of your shadow Frank you'll never Get rid of me Let all the others Fight and fuss Whatever happens We've got us Closer than pages that stick and in a book. We're closer than ripples to play in a brook. Stroll Wherever you find him, you find me just look. Closer than a miser or the bloodhound still lies to me. We're closer than smog when it clings and to LA. We're closer than Barbie is to JFK. Not a soul can bust this. We stick together like glue And when it's a sleeping time That's when we rise We start to swing Swing to the sky Our clocks don't chime What a surprise They ring A ding ding A happy new year And now to repeat what I said and at the start They'll need a large crowbar to break us apart We're alone but far from blue Before we get finished, we'll make the town roar We'll make all the late spots and then a few more We'll wind up at Chili's right after Toot Shore. Life is gonna be a wee while we for my shadow and me. Say, Frank. What is it, Sam? Would you do me a favor? What do you want now? Would you mind just taking it one more time from the top? No, from the ending. Wonderful. And while we are swinging to mention a few, 
We'll drop in at Danny's, the little club too. But wind up at Chili's, whatever we do, life is gonna be a wee wow wee. Oh, forget it, Sam. All right. Okay, fine. Whoopsie Daisy. Tonight, even though I was not coming apart. Thank you, Brad Stoltz. 
Thank you, my sister, Pink Warrior 218. You're listening somewhere, I'm sure. And thank you all to all of those listening to the archives and your other widgets. This is the last call for e-cocktails, but don't worry about cleaning up. Starzan's got that part handled. Have a happy and safe remainder of this holiday weekend. Stay safe, stay sane, stay healthy, and we'll see you somewhere along the Bonk Talk Radio. Happy 4th, everyone. Happy Canada Day, everyone. Remember, I love me some y'all. Good night, everybody.
ever dreamed? Did you ever dream? I have never dreamed. Dreams a night like this. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.